Okay, welcome James to No Excuses Real Inspiration with Scott Marshall. So this is podcast number six. The numbers are surely getting higher. Um, so for the viewers, could you just give a brief description of yourself? Okay, uh, so I'm James and uh, I am the founder of James Duff Fitness Zone. So I started James Duff Fitness Zone back in November of last year due to pandemic, um, fed up with gyms opening, gyms closing, so kind of took it into my own hands and actually started an outdoor class first of all, so kind of just group fitness and then that kind of evolved when we went into that kind of second lockdown at Christmas, yeah. you know, um, Prior to that, I had said to my clients, do you want to do online? And they were like, no. So when we went into that second big lockdown, people were like that, right? We need to keep moving. We can't even meet in the park or anything anymore. So I moved into the online space and that's just kind of grown from there. But I've been in the fitness industry for just over 11 years now. So been in group fitness, PT, all of that now um, for well over 11 years. So now I'm kind of focusing on over 45s and helping them to uh, obviously get into the best shape that they can um, and doing that all in the online space, which I, I love. It's great. Right, okay. So we're gonna go way back, James, to the start of your your journey uh, right. from way back in school. So <laughs> um what sort of sport were you involved in? Um to be honest, at school I, I didn't enjoy PE at all. If there was right. anything that I enjoyed, it was probably there was two things actually, I tell a lie. There was two things. I loved swimming. Uh, and I loved swimming because my mum was a great swimmer. My mum actually swam for Scotland um, right. many, many years ago. Um, you know, so she got us all into swimming from a really young age. So I've always enjoyed swimming. I don't you probably seen my post last night where it was the yes, first time <laughs> pool. And that's because I was at the swimming all the time. But also another sport that I loved was tennis. I love tennis, I love watching it, I love playing it, although I'd hardly play it now. Yeah. Uh, but these were probably the things that I would love. I don't mind a game of football every now and again, but they were never, ever things that I was really into. Sport wasn't really my thing. Yeah. Um, you know, but tennis was something when it came into school, I was like, yep, I'll go to that. Um, and then swimming, I'd just done everything swimming. I even wanted to be a lifeguard when I was younger, but <laughs> that, that, that never kind of took off. <laughs> I'm just saving lives in different ways now. Ah, exactly, exactly. I love it. <laughs> okay, so for yourself, James, what does fitness mean for you? Oh, geez, I think fitness is just pure joy for me. It's just um, helping people to find um, that kind of sweet spot where they go from hating it to absolutely loving it and yeah. kind of helping them in that process where they find it on their own, you know, not it's not like saying, yeah, you can do this, yeah, you can do it. It's helping them to work it out and figure it out for themselves. I think that's really, really important because Mm -hmm. sometimes I think if you just go in all gung-ho, they're just going to switch off and they could just disappear. You have to kind of find each individual client's sweet spot so that they then fall in love with it. So for me, it's just, I just love it. I love being able to kind of get into someone's mind and understanding, right, what's the thing that's not working and then how do you switch that on so that it completely switches and then they get to the same place with fitness as you do where it's just like pure joy that's for me what it yeah. is um so when you were growing up or even now um who was your role model or who inspired you Ooh. to um get get involved in fitness right so i probably um obviously you mentioned your mum 
Yeah, so my mum, she was a she was a swimmer. Um, she always was a swimmer. Um, even when you know we were older, she was a swimmer. It was just something that she absolutely loved. Um, but if I was to say who was my role model, I, I, I'm not entirely sure because I, I, I lived in Perth all of my life and then I moved to Edinburgh and then I moved to Glasgow. So it wasn't really until I moved to Glasgow that I actually got into fitness and that was in 2005. And by then I was 32 by that point. Um, and that's really when I got into fitness, you know, as a participant, you know, yeah. I started going to a John Glasgow club. I'd never really been in a gym I had been in the gym, but never really yeah. ever been a regular gym goer. But then, about two thousand and five, I moved here. Uh, I moved here on my own, and I got a new job, and I, I moved city. I had no, no friends or anything, so I thought I'll join the gym. They always say it's good to join a gym, and that's yeah. how I got into fitness. You know, so I, I went to group fitness classes, and Sandra Callahan, who was a Glasgow club yeah, yeah. instructor, and Liz Donahoe. Yeah. They were at my local gym and I just loved their classes, loved it. And I just went all the time and then met friends and then had a met a friend and he was like, I'd love to be an instructor. So we kind of just went on that journey together, which was great, you know, oh, being good. able to do it with someone, um, you know, and that's how I kind of got into it. But it was never really anything through my young adult life as a teenager. The only thing I probably would have said that I'd done is really swimming. Yeah. And you all dabble yeah. with tennis now and again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so obviously you mentioned you went to group fitness. So yep. what sort of classes were you were doing? So for me, the classes that I kind of first started off doing was like body attack. I just loved it. I just loved the music. I loved the kind of the obviously the kind of choreographed with it. Um, yeah. There was a bit of me that's like there's a natural part of me that's kind of a bit of a performer, and I was like, oh, this is right up my street, you know, <laughs> just you know all of that kind of stuff. Um, so I loved that. And then body step, that became fast, became my favourite. Um, and then body pump, you know, so because that kind of then brought in a completely different yeah. dimension. But then, um, you know, I thought, well, I got into other things like obviously gym and weight training and stuff like that. Yeah. But that wasn't until much, much later. That's probably been more recent um, that I've got into that kind of side of things. Um, and obviously just found the difference that that can make to, to what it is that you're trying to achieve, but also yeah. your clients as well, um, you know, so... Love group fitness, but I also understand that there's another side as well that adds so much benefit and value to clients. No, definitely. Um, so how would you describe, you know, um, going from pre-COVID to post-COVID? How, how would you say your, your training methods have changed for, for yourself? Uh-huh. Um, so last year, I actually hired myself, because of lockdown, I had a... Um, like probably like most people, um, start doing wine every night, having a wee bit too much. Uh, instead of having takeaway every now and again, I was having takeaway like three, four nights a week. Um, just because I was bored, you know. So me yeah. and my partner were like really, really bored. You weren't able to leave the house and all that. And so because I had went from going a hundred miles an hour, where I was teaching like maybe nine classes a week, uh, sometimes more, um, to nothing. So yeah. I, put on about, I put on about two stone and I was just like, how the hell did that happen? So I got myself a coach last year who was amazing, introduced me into weight training and all of that. And I had always said that I wanted to do PT and I'd started it years ago and I just never finished it. So last year I had all, done all this learning online and all that. And I thought that right, I'm going to finish my PT course. So I got that finished and that's kind of where it took it from there. And I love weight training now. I absolutely love resistance training. It's just 
I love it. You know, I'm back to the gym this week myself because, um, again, with the business kind of taking off, I had kind of fallen away from that. But yeah. I got back to it and I just love it. It's brilliant. Yeah, so so you've got a wee routine now that you're, you're falling yes. into. Uh, I, I, got, I went to a gym that's a wee bit closer to the house because that was my excuse. It was too far away. <laughs> yeah, because, like, um, a good couple of weeks ago, uh, it was raining and I said to my partner, I says, oh, I don't know if I'll go to the gym, you know, because it was pouring down. And she says, I don't know what the problem is. You're driving in the car and you're going to park near the leisure centre and you're going to walk maybe 15 seconds. So what's your excuse? You know? <laughs> You've not got any hair either. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so would you say you're... Pre-COVID to post-COVID, you're probably in a better state now. Um, yeah. 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 I think um, before COVID, I think um, although I was working out a lot, so you all know what it's like, you know, when you're you're working out as a instructor or yeah, PT yeah. or you know group instructor, whatever it might be. Although you're working hard, you feel that you're not getting the full benefit of the workout because your mind is constantly thinking, right, I need to keep checking on everybody, yeah. make sure they're safe. Um, you know, so although you're going 100 miles an hour, your brain's not switching off really so that you can actually just enjoy the workout yeah. as a workout for yourself. So although I was doing like sometimes nine to maybe 10, 13 classes a week, you still feel that, you know, you're exhausted, you're learning new stuff, you're kind of always on the go with it, so you're not really enjoying it. So it's kind of that thing where you're just like, you know, um, are you getting the benefit from it that you think you're getting from it? Yeah. Whereas now when I, I go to the gym for myself, I can feel that release and I can feel the enjoyment and, you know, the stress and all of that, you know, because even although I'm an online fitness instructor and fitness coach now, I still feel in those times where I'm teaching a class, I think I actually have to work harder because you're having to make sure that you're trying to catch everybody on different yeah. parts of the screen to make sure that they're safe, making sure their technique's great, yeah. you know, making sure that they're facing the right way so you can see what they're doing and all of that. Um, yeah. So you're working just as hard as you are when you're in, in front of people. Oh, definitely. Um, so the online space is just hard. So that kind of gym and just getting and doing it for yourself is just it's my release and it's that kind of as I say it's the joy that you get from that which is yeah. get the earphones oh. on forget about everybody else okay since you mentioned earphones right so let's let's chat about your your jam what's your favorite type of music to work oh. with? <laughs> <laughs> now this could be dangerous <laughs> right so um I I'm a massive Kylie Minogue fan. I've right. loved her since that photo that you seen last night when I was yeah. 15. Uh, I've loved her since I was young, a young guy and always have. So she features on my playlist quite a lot. But I listen to um, like power music and stuff like that. So they're kind of like a, a fitness provider. Oh, so yeah. I, listen, I use that quite a lot when I'm teaching my classes. So the rhythm's quite good. The beat's quite good. Yeah. Um, and they're always kind of current hits, but they're mixed, obviously. They, they yeah. different. So I just stick them on. And, you know, I've got ones that are like kind of that are power release or it's uh, total fitness. So they all have kind of different BPMs. Yeah, so depending yeah. on what I'm doing, I'll say that I've got a power one on because that goes from 140 or all the way up to 180. So yeah. you kind of get yourself really, really going with that. Yeah, but yeah. I quite like pop music and that's, yeah. that's, that, that's what I love. So if you, if you were working out and you had the worst type of music, what would that be? It would either be, I'm not, a, I'm, I don't dislike rap. Um, but it wouldn't yeah. motivate. It wouldn't motivate me if I was listening no. to that music uh, and working out. 
Probably uh, and, a bit motivate myself. <laughs> uh, and then I think sort of like heavy metal just <laughs> would be like Aye. I'd probably want to stick my head between a weight machine and Aye. just like that. I'm not a I'm not a big slipknot fan myself. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your jam when you're working out? When I'm working out, it's it's probably like nineties, um, two thousand American punk rock. Right. Okay. So, cool. so that's, that's like that. Green Day, uh, not Green Day and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, Green Day, uh, like Good Charlotte, you know. Uh -huh, yep. like that. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. yeah. So, so that's my jam when no. I'm in hitting the punch bag. <laughs> 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 Excuse me. Okay. So, your favorite exercise to deliver. Oh, my favourite exercise to deliver. So I've got a couple, actually. Um, so my favourite, all-time all favourite for uh, exercise is a burpee. I just love it. Um, and then I'd probably say a Cossack jump. So where you kind of got your hands across your shoulders, yeah. elbows in, it's like you're doing a star jump. I love that. Uh, and then, obviously, air jacks. Air jacks are amazing. Love yeah. them. What's your worst exercise? Um... I think a V-sit is horrible. Um, yeah. They're really, really tough on the core. But then I think, you know, I, I think any kind of core work like that is kind of quite intense, you know. Yeah. So the one where you kind of go from C-crunch and then you would extend all the way back out. Yeah. They're tough, oh, they're hard. That's probably one of my favourites, actually. <laughs> <second> one, yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, obviously, going through your fitness journey, what's been your biggest achievement so far? Um, so I kind of said to you that um, tennis and swimming are all the thing, but I've probably kind of admitted a big thing, um, which is running, but I haven't done running for a while. So I kind of ran a few times through lockdown last year, but I do love to run and I've done the London Marathon a few times, Edinburgh Marathon and Barcelona Marathon. So my biggest achievement to date, uh, which again, you've probably seen last night, is I always wanted to run the London Marathon in under four hours. Yeah. And um, I got three hours, 59, 59 seconds. So I literally done it by one second and I could see the clock. Yeah. Do you know when you're kind of watching it on the telly and they're coming around that corner and yeah. you see that clock and I was just like, I know I've only got about 19 seconds here and I've got to do about 150 metres and I was absolutely gubbed because that was my <laughs> best time ever. Yeah. I mean, I had trained for it, so I knew I could get the four hours, but it was yeah. like close. But this day was particularly hot and, you know, I was like, that. I need to get it. And it was in my head that I wanted to get it. So yeah. I'd probably say in all of the sport and all the stuff that I've done, that that's probably been my my best sport and achievement that I love. And, you know, um, always think, right, what's next? Is it 3.59.50? Yeah. Which is next year because I'm back in next year. Ah, good. So, so you got in the ballot next year? Um, I actually do it for charity, so I'm oh, a, community, right. a, a community ambassador for Meningitis now, so I, I do a lot of work for them. So um, I, I, my place was actually from 2018, but I couldn't mm -hmm. do it, so then I was meant to do it 2019, but I was away on holiday, so it got deferred to last year, but then that obviously kind of went a bit, everything went a bit tits up. So, so I, I'll be expecting at least 350, you know. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I might no need pressure. to come to you for some training. <laughs> um, so explain um, the, the London Marathon, how, how you felt doing that? The London Marathon, I, I even got just goosebumps there just thinking about it. It's just, see when you see it on the TV and you're just like, that looks amazing. Yeah. You actually do it, even just from the start line all the way to the finish line. It's just, it's such an amazing experience. You know, the 
the crowds are amazing. Even in, in bits where you don't see it on the TV, because like the bits on the TV, you see all the kind of like the major sites and stuff like yeah. that. But like when you're running through just some of the back streets and stuff like that, the crowds are phenomenal. There's just loads of people everywhere. Just, you know, and if you've got your name on your vest, they're just shouting your name and all that. And yeah. it just, it's, it's a, such a buzz. It's amazing. But Canary Wharf, when you get to Canary Wharf, that is just something else. The roar, because it's kind of like, <clears throat> obviously it's quite enclosed because of all the kind of high, you know, skyscraper yeah, yeah. high buildings. And there's a kind of big bridge that kind of goes across. So when you get there and the roar, it just, it kind of, it's all enclosed. It's just, it's amazing. It's probably, I think you've got about, you're at 18 miles there. So you've got about another eight miles to go. So right, it's okay. just the kind of boost that you need. And then there's other parts that are the same kind of as you go, but Canary Wharf is just, it's something else. It's amazing. Yeah. So have you, have you started your training for this already? Or? Um, no, because um, I've not run for ages actually, but I normally start maybe about, the last time when I got the 359.59, I started three months before it because obviously at that time I was doing a lot of group fitness and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So you can have a good kind of crossover. So it's more about just getting the legs used to the distance. So it's not about the cardio, it's more about the distance and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. No, good. Um, so if I could say to you, what's your bad habit? Um, you know, is it wine? You know? <laughs> um, oh. A bad habit, I, like, um, you know, snacking at night, late on, or... Uh, I'm not too bad with stuff like that. Food's actually not a bad thing. It would be, um, you know, it would be wine or something like that. But again, you kind of go through phases of that, and I'm actually in a kind of phase where it, it doesn't put me up or down at the minute. Yeah. But for me, it's um, it's just consistency that's not the, the good habit, you know? So um just making sure i know what i need to be doing but i kind of do all the other stuff at other times you know um but if i was to say one bad habit what would it be sweets i love sweets not chocolate but kind of like jelly sweeties yeah, or yeah. kind of fruity boiled sweeties and stuff like that i just that's my downfall yeah right. I can't, okay. if i open a packet i can't just have one or two yeah, I've got yeah, it's, it's gone it's gone <laughs> um so Throughout your uh, life, um, what's your best compliment you've ever had within the industry? Within the industry? Um, so one of the things that I absolutely love, Scott, is if I'm, whether it's in person or if, because I, te- I still teach in person now, I've got a, yeah. a couple of classes that I teach um, in person and I just love to get to know people's names. Yeah. And when I'm doing a class, I make sure that every individual is included. Uh, Inclusive is a big part of it for me. Um, So I always get a really good compliment from people saying, how do you remember everybody's name? I don't know how I do it, but I just remember people's name. Um, But it's just something that I love. And I think it's really, really important as a fitness instructor because they come to you because either they like you or they feel safe with you. So I think if you can build that trust back the way, you know, it's like even simple things like, oh, you've changed your hair. You know, I've had women say to me, I've had my hair done for about three weeks and my husband still hasn't noticed. So these kind of small details, I think, yeah. are really important. And people, you know, I had a woman come up to me recently. She said, the guy, she says, your class was brilliant. She says, but I love how you remember everybody's name, she says, because you just make it so personal. And I think as a, a fitness instructor or PT, that's really important. Yeah, it's good to have that good rapport with yep. the, the clients, yep. yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so you mentioned, obviously, you're still teaching um, a few classes um, yeah. just now. Where, where are they? Um... So I'm teaching at Everlast in East Kilbride um, on a Monday morning. So it's three classes, but then everything else I kind of do is online. And I do one kind of class in my local community outside. Yeah. Um, and we do that kind of no matter what the weather is, you know. So we started that last November on the 1st right. of November. Yes. So we're coming up nearly 12 months. And I think... The only time it's not been on is, remember last year, at the beginning of the year when we had the snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too icy for yeah. to get people there. So I think it was about two weeks. That was the only two weeks that it had never been on or if I had been on holiday. But I've now got, you know, someone who can pick up for me, yeah. you know, that they pick it up just to make sure, because people love it. They love being together. You know, we've done it in rain. We've done it in snow. Yeah. Uh, we've done it in the blistering heat and all that, you know, but they still want to turn up and they still yeah. want to do it. It's a social aspect. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's a connection, and I think particularly last year that was really, really important. You know, so when that was taken away from them, I think they seen the value of you know moving online and being able to still connect. You know, online. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it was amazing just the shift in them. But I think a lot of people also realised the benefit of how convenient it was for them because a lot of them are busy mums. You know, working yeah. at home, they've got two kids, they've got to get them homeschooled and all that. So. It just really worked for them. And I think from that, that that's kind of moved into a space where it, they feel more comfortable with it. No, that, that's good, James. So um, we've spoke about your, your journey. Um, yep. We briefly spoke about your James Duff Fitness Zone. So let's let's hear about that. Let's hear what your, your fitness offers to your okay. clients. So um, James Duff Fitness Zone, I so I've got kind of two kind of different uh, parts to it. So one part is it's just exercise classes. So I've got some people who come to me, all they want is classes, um, and that's what they kind of focus on, just different types. So we've got HIIT, we've got functional training, we've got strength training, um, I've even got yoga, Pilates style, style training. So there's a whole kind of mix in there that I kind of offer to, to clients in that kind of way. But then I have another specific program that I offer to over 45s, which I call Heal, Nourish and Grow. And that's helping people over a 90 day for a transformation in regards to, you know, losing weight, um, well, particularly losing fat. Um, but most importantly, I kind of do kind of like, well, I'm a key coach. So it's kind of things like helping them to really change their mindset, helping them to break down limiting beliefs that they might have about themselves, looking at their bad habits and how they can change that into a good habit. So really helping them over a, a 90 day period to transform from, you know, saying that they're fat, saying that they're ugly, saying that they're disgusted with themselves, to falling in love with fitness, falling in love with nutrition, falling in love with themselves. You know, so it's a kind of it's a kind of two kind of pronged approach where it's your kind of fitness and nutrition, yeah. nutrition, which is normal, but then there's this kind of I don't I don't like to say holistic, but we kind of some people might say it's holistic, where it's kind of looking at the the kind of the mind, the mindset, positive attitude, and just breaking all of that down so that they can kind of move into you know, once they move on from 90 days, whether they stay with you or whether they don't, yeah. they've kind of got this really different outlook on life where, you know, they feel more positive, they can see results, they, even if they maybe don't get the biggest change through their transformation, they then have the tools and the skills to be able to, to deal with anything that kind of comes along, if you like, happier yeah. and more fulfilled. No, good. So obviously you've started the business in November, um, last year yes uh -huh. yeah. okay so 
what's your goal for a year down the line? Where would you like to see your business? Okay, so um, I do quite a lot of vision work, um, you know, in regards to, I believe that if you want to achieve something, then you kind of have to kind of think about it and plan it and vision it. So I would love to... I'd love to just be able to help as many people as possible. I think for me, it's like, I mainly deal with women, but I do have clients that are male yeah. as well. But I kind of, um, it's mainly women that are coming to me in regards to menopause. Yeah. You know, I'm not a man. I don't understand the menopause, but I know the, how the menopause treats yeah. uh, a lady's body and the impact that that can have on, on them and the journey that they're trying to do. So I want to... Um, able to just kind of grow that and reach as many people as possible to be able to help women understand just because that's the stage of life that you're at that doesn't mean to say that you know that it's game over for them it's really important to me that yeah. they that they understand that at that age they're still young you know I've got a client just now who is 66 and just because of some of the processes that we're going through she has told me on Friday night she was like that I now feel like I'm alive that to me is what it's all yes. about I want that exactly. for that's I want that for as many women as possible and men. If you know, if men yeah. want to come in, absolutely, I would never ever say no. But and the reason for that, I was, I was talking about my mum. You know, my mum went through a really really hard time with menopause and you know health. She was overweight. She was a smoker. Um, you know, and that didn't you know that didn't lend too well to her health. And obviously, you know, I lost my mum ten years ago. So that kind of over my fitness career, my mum never ever got to see that. So now I want to prevent other women kind of being it because, you know, the, the client I've got 66, my mum was younger than that when she passed away, yeah. you know, so I want to stop that for other women. You know, I was talking yeah. to a client today who she has this fear at 48 that she's getting older, you know, and that she'll not, you know, and I'm like that, that's not true. You're still young. You've still got loads of time ahead, you know, if yeah. you can get your nutrition, get your exercise, mindset, all of that. So it's really important for me that women don't experience this, you know, because they've got the menopause that they think that's life starting to kind of close in yeah. on them. Yeah. It's really important for me. And, uh, it's, it's quite funny that you said, obviously, your clients feeling old. I'm, I'm, I just turned 31. <laughs> Two weeks ago, and I'm, I'm feeling old. <laughs> You're just a baby. <laughs> I'm nearly 50. <laughs> um, and I don't feel old. <laughs> um, okay, so your, your, your five-year plan, have you got something in place? For... Um, because the business is still quite new, um, you know, I've, I've not kind of looked as far as five years. I've not looked out as far as that yeah. yet. So I think what I've kind of got is like a 12 months is about getting the business set up and kind of what I'm kind of doing is obviously I've got a program, it's called Heal, Nourish, Grow, but that's kind of developing all the time. So, yeah. you know, every time I set a new clients kind of come through, I get feedback and I make tweaks here and there, um, you know, just to kind of make sure that it's kind of hitting the brief and what they expect and, you know, what's going to get them the best results. So I think I want to spend the next 12 months just kind of really honing in on that and just making yeah. that, you know, something truly that's going to get them where they want to be and, you know, that I love to deliver. Um, I mean, I love delivering it as it is, but I just know that every time someone comes through, there's something that I learn from them yeah. that could make it better. So it's just kind of continuing to develop, to develop that. And if I was to be honest, in five years' time, I'd love to be working as minimum as possible, but the business yeah. is still successful. Yes. You know, because I am 50 in a couple of years. Um, you know, it's just two years away. So... 
I'd love to be in a position where, you know, there was kind of two things. So I actually left work last year to start a new career in nursing, but then obviously business took off and my partner was, I was saying to him, you know, I still want to, I still want to help people. I want to save people. And he's like, that. Yeah. well, you are, you know, cause I was due to go back to college after the summer. And he says, well, you are, he says, you're changing people's lives. You're saving people's lives, you know? So that kind of made me think like, right, okay, let's focus on the business. So that's kind of what I'm doing. So if I ever felt like going back to nursing, um, you know, I could kind of go back to college yeah. and finalise that, or I could just start taking my feet off the pedal because I've worked, you know, since I was 19, so yeah. I've 30 odd years, so, you know, just kind of tapping into the business now and again. So, where... so like, maybe in the future, would you like to see a, a small um, studio of your own, maybe? Do you know, that's crossed my mind a couple of times. Um, I'm not entirely sure because, you know, obviously I do a lot of stuff online and it really, really works. Yeah. Uh, and that's scalable, um, you know, so that it's just grown and grown, which is fantastic. Um, and I can keep that really personal. You know, I find online you can still keep it really, really personal. Um, but I've, it's crossed my mind about a studio every now yeah. and again, but... It, I wouldn't say it's the thing that's going, yes, I want to do that. Yeah. You know, in my head, I'm just, it's not 100% there because I, my previous job, I was, I worked in digital. It's, you know, it's my kind of bag, you know, I kind of know yeah. how to, you know, set up websites, mobile apps and all that. And that kind of lends itself to kind of a lot of the stuff that I'm doing. So I kind of work really well in that space and know yeah. how to make it personal, how to make it convenient to make sure that people can find it really accessible. So at the moment, yeah, it has crossed my mind, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Yeah. So if MD was watching this today, James, and the viewers or listeners, where can they find you online? So I am um, at, I've got two kind of Facebook groups. So there's anybody who's over 45, I have an exclusive uh, Facebook community for people who are over 45. And that's coming up to ne nearly close to 300 members just since July. So uh, we've got people from Dubai, we've got people from the States, you know, a lot of people from wow. obviously their friends list and stuff like that. And that's just um, within that group, I provide free resources, free chain in, in regards to people who want to lose belly fat um, not just belly fat because obviously I, you would focus on the whole lot but yeah. people tend to think that I want to lose it from the belly so it's kind of this whole kind of process so that might be you know like taking part in three day challenges and like let's have a high protein breakfast every day for three days to kind of get them used to that kind of thing yeah. providing them with recipes for to do stuff like that weekly live trainings every week on different things so one being mindset nutrition exercise um, how to work out in a community, how does online fitness work? So just kind of lots of different things in regards to that. And then I've got obviously two kind of different things. Um, so my Facebook, they can get me on my Facebook page, which is just James Duff, it's public. You know, I don't hide that because obviously you want to try and reach as many people as yeah. you possibly can. So if anybody wanted to reach me, I would say through that or James Duff Fitness Zone, there's a, a, a business page for that as well. And they can message me through that on all the usual channels, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I don't really use that. So yeah. I probably just ignore that. <laughs> Although I think um, in the past week, I think Twitter's the most reliable. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I actually, um, that's a funny story that because I, you, you can see that I write a lot of content for my yeah, Facebook yeah. And I've really been 
pushing that over the last couple of weeks. Um, and last week when the site went down, because sometimes like when you're kind of doing a social media kind of business, you think you need to be sitting on it all the time. And as yeah. soon as it's comments or something that you like and you love and you comment back and all that. And so that can, you can get a bit caught up in all of that. So when it was all down last week, I was like, this is great. I'm getting loads of content written. I'm getting caught up in all my admin and all that. So it's like that. I wish Facebook would go down every Monday night, you know, that kind of thing. But, nah, it's not happening. Well, it may happen after this interview. The more this now. <laughs> um, no, it's been great, James, having you on. Um, have you got any questions for myself? Um, so I probably just kind of do do some of the same stuff back in regards to just very quickly as well, what got you into fitness? Why did you get there? Um, so it was actually, I was working on the pool at Glasgow Club Globals and I was a wee bit overweight and I was going on holiday um, and it was Paul Wallace and Scott McCutcheon um, asked them for some advice. So they, they set me out a gym program and introduced me to some classes. So I started going to G-Cycle and Metafit. Yep. Um, I used to do the two classes back to back five times a week um, for the six weeks. And then within the six weeks with a strict diet, I lost two stone. Um, and then on the back of that, um, I was working at Scottsdale. And you know how sometimes um, something, you know, just flicks that switch, you know, you need to go and do it. So I was contemplating, you know, about doing my uh, gym instructor. Yep. I was in the staff room and I was speaking to this uh, colleague and it's like, well, you've still got a job. He says, you've got nothing to lose. Go and do it and see what happens. And here we are today. I'm yep. now working in a gym. I'm helping people and now I'm moving on to podcasting. So the reason yep. I moved on to podcasting is that just to give me a different angle of views of the fitness journey of everyone because not everyone's the same. So that's that's yep. the whole reason behind me um, getting into fitness. Good, good. And what do you do in regards to PT? Who would be your ideal client? Um, so actually, my as you know, um, it's probably over fifties males. Um, I, I tend to cater for cool. um, guys who want to lose a bit of weight and just general fitness. Um, I've got two clients just now um, and then I've still got two or three clients online um, but if I do say uh, I do prefer the face-to-face -face. it's yep. more personal yeah. things yeah, yeah. Um, because I, I feel online's okay um, for doing my group fitness um, but myself as you know um, speaking to me the last 35 minutes um, I can talk for Scotland <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's my thing is uh, being personal and, you know, face to face. Yeah, yeah. And I, I totally get that. And, you know, I love face to face as well. I see my classes and stuff like that. I do love that. I love that connection. And I think the space for online is because I think it just works for some people. It's like, you know, you get people who will either choose online banking or Audible continue to go into the bank because that's what they prefer. Yeah. You know, I think there's now this kind of space that's the same in the fitness world. And I think COVID just brought that forward a lot quicker than we had ever anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I think people have just naturally moved to that because for them in their life, it's convenient. But I still think that there will always be a space for face-to-face -face because people need that kind of social connection. Yeah. And I think also some people, 
you know, I've got clients who've came to me and it just hasn't worked for them, you know, so we've had to kind of say, right, it's not working for you, you know, so that's kind of one of the things I would probably say. So it's good for me to know that if you, you're over 50s for males, you know, if, and I mainly deal with women, is there a kind of two-way thing here? I say, well, yeah. I'm the ideal person that I could yeah, send. Exactly. You know, so that would work really, really well. And if you've got somebody that's over 45, you say, well, I've got the ideal person for you. That way it works. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. That, that's the way it works, James. Perfect. Brilliant. Um, anything else at all? No, no, I've loved it. It's been great. Thanks for having me. No, you're very welcome, James. And I said, as I said, this will be on in a, a few weeks' time. Um, but thank you, James, for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.